0: Welcome to another Pointless Podcast. Everything you never needed. Ooh. Here are your hosts, give them a hand. The co-creators of Landyland. Our favorite Ooh. pair, Senor and Senora. It's Derek and Laura. Now Onto on to the show, we'll talk about whatever we want. Let's go.
1: Derek say hello. Oh my god darling do this to me. Derek it's far too early in the podcast for you to be annoying me already. Derek okay right well apparently it's just me talking to you guys today. Hi hello welcome back to you another pointless podcast brought to you by Landyland. We are your hosts my name is Laura Jordan. Next to me we have right he's not gonna say it himself. <laughs> we have Derek Landy. Derek, do you want to say hi? Derek, stop. Stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording. Jesus, right. So today what we thought we were gonna do is uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to sit down and oh Jesus. We thought it'd be a great idea to sit down <laughs> hi, and <it's> thanks. Me. <laughs> it is you and talk about five of our favorite books that we believe absolutely everyone should read
0: apart from my mother
1: apart from your mother why
0: because some of them are rude
1: oh yeah but like they're good books should enjoy them
0: not the rude bits this is my mother
1: okay um i hate to break this to you Derek, but But. your your mother is aware of
0: my mother is a werewolf (laughs)
1: No, she is aware of, werewolf, she aware, is aware of? of naughty things happening in the world. When you uh, say rude bits, what do you mean? Like nakey naky bits?
0: No, like cursing.
1: Your mother curses all the time.
0: No, she doesn't.
1: She does.
0: In Irish, feck is not a curse. Feck is... So is better th- even than damn or hell.
1: Okay, right. So if the nieces who are eleven started wandering around going feck all the time, you'd be fine with that.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: No, you wouldn't. You liar.
0: No, I'm not a liar.
1: Yes, you are. I'm not. You are. Close your face. <laughs> Shut up. Right. So, books. books. Today we're talking about books. Yes. Okay. Now, do you want to take this in turns? Yes. Okay. And do you want to go first? Yes. Okay, I just want to uh, just want to put it out there. I am so hungover today. I'm I want to so put it out right there. I am
0: absolutely fine. Yeah. So I wasn't drinking last night.
1: Derek is the designated driver, and also Derek does not drink because he's smart.
0: Doesn't. I don't really drink anymore.
1: No. Why don't you drink anymore?
0: Because I um I realize that the day after you're out with your friends in a bar. Um, and you're recovering. Uh, that's the day that I don't write or work. And so that's but a wasted a, day.
1: But today is Sunday.
0: Yes, it's a wasted day.
1: But you wouldn't be working on a Sunday anyway.
0: Before you, I would have been working all day. Wow. Now, you're so fun. With you here, I only work <laughs> half day when you're asleep.
1: Um, I'm sorry, I'm not asleep for half the day. You're
0: in bed until 12.
1: No, I'm not! You kind of are. You're, you're such. So- you are such a wind-up merchant I don't get drunk when I go uh, properly out out anymore because I realize I don't like not being in control of myself when I'm in what could end up being an unsafe situation this
0: is uh, one this is the the I stopped drinking um I stopped having a few uh, drinks with friends uh, because I hated hangovers and they stopped me from working um, I stopped making an exception for that rule uh, because uh, the more self-defense you do the easier the more you realize how easy it is to hurt people and be hurt yourself so
1: mm. and
0: imagine being uh, having years of training and knowing exactly what to do in every a situation and then you're out with your friends and you let your guard down and you have a few drinks and then something stupid happens that you regret for the rest of your life and it would have been completely different if you just stayed sober
1: so this podcast has now turned into like a um like a PSA public service yes. announcement.
0: But um you know But
1: like I got drunk last night though because we you weren't out, out very drunk, like So
0: drunk it was hilarious.
1: A bottle and a half of red wine, which and then, down her top. <laughs> no. Although I did but, get some on my dress. There you go. But um yeah, we were just at games night with, with uh Ivan and Rebecca. Ivan is Derek's brother and Rebecca is Ivan's wife. So uh yeah. A nice, familiar surrounding, which means I can have a bottle and a half of wine if I want. So I did. It and you know what? It was very impressive. It wasn't worth it because <laughs> it all came back, came back up. Oh, gross. Yep. And we got home.
0: Thankfully, uh, not in the car on the way home. Hey,
1: that was one time. Oh, my God.
0: I... She got in the car and I said, no, how are you feeling? I'm fine, dear. I'm fine.
1: Okay,
0: you're sure you're fine? Yes, Again, you're not feeling is, ill at all. No, no. This is when I was out with the Ill. same Rebecca. She is
1: a bad influence. I said, okay.
0: So, tell you what, you just open the window there. Okay, open the window. Yes, who's fine? Open window there. Okay, if you feel at all ill, I'm not feeling ill. If you feel like you're going to throw up, I won't throw up. Just stick your head out the window, and I'll I'll pull over. Okay, that's fine. So we're halfway home, and she pukes. <laughs> And she moves towards the open window, but really she gets the inside of the door <laughs> and then the rest of it is on the outside of the door, not hitting the the road as we drive down, but at the
1: outside of my car. In my head, like I, very impressive. I I vividly remember like sticking my head right out the window, but obviously I didn't. So I'm remembering wrong.
0: I was trying to do a kind of a hereditary. Um, you were hoping
1: my head was going to get yanked off. off. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, but I missed I mean, the
1: next morning, that's what it felt like. And this one, luckily, I didn't feel nauseous or anything this morning, just headachy, and I feel a bit, ugh, now. But,
0: but as I said, I'm feeling fine, so... Yeah. So
1: that might be why, if I seem a bit low energy, that's why, and I usually, when we sit here and record, I usually have a glass of wine with me, but obviously, that's the last thing I want, so I have a... Um, Some kind of like berry oat smoothie. Yeah, it looks like... You know what it looks like? It looks like um, the drinking challenges on I'm a Celebrity. You know, they're like, and here is blended cockroach. That's what it looks like.
0: Does it taste like that?
1: No, it tastes very nice. Mm. But yeah, so I'm low energy, so... Uh,
0: So she might be feeling a bit low energy. I might be feeling a little smug.
1: So just, um, you know,
0: bear with us. Bear with us. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, you want to go first with the books, with the bookie books?
0: Um, Yes. Okay. I will go with... Now, these books are not books for technically younger people. Um, Okay. So, they are just books we enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, This Mm -hmm. is not geared toward... This is not a recommended reading list for uh, kids. Um, i don't
1: think there are any kids here my darling yes Hopefully. i think you're the biggest kid here at the mall
0: um so my first one is a mucho mojo by a uh, joe lansdale and i uh, it's a it's a it's a crime novel um from a texan author who is funny and smart and um his characters are funny and smart and tough and and um he writes all kinds of things he he writes horror he writes a crime he writes science fiction he writes fantasy he writes and he blends them all together and i realized that um this is a writer that i would like career like his
1: if you can hear a noise in the background the cats have decided that now when we sit down to do this is the time they play with their noisiest toy that they have and also
0: we have a dog beside us who is uh, licking and drooling and generally being adorable um so yeah yeah uh
1: why is this book so great though why should i read it
0: it's Funny, mm-hmm. it's about um two guys in East Texas and um Hap and Leonard, two friends who
1: oh, it's a Hap and Leonard yes, story. Yes, oh, uh, yes, I'm so the, sad that got cancelled. There
0: was a se- the th- three season show, um,
1: on Amazon Prime, I think
0: that's where it was, um, yeah, that's where uh, we saw it, uh, called Hap and Leonard and Mucho Mojo, uh, is their second.
1: Adventure. Oh, okay.
0: Um, and um, yes. It's, I don't remember uh, a single thing that happens. It's a white guy and a uh, uh,
1: a gay black cowboy.
0: A gay black cowboy, and they are best friends, and um, they kick ass, and they're funny, they,
1: and they, they solve crimes. They solve crimes.
0: Like, they go up against uh, racists and. And mobsters Homophobes. and all these wonderful people to punch. Um, and yeah, yeah. So much Mojo. It's the first one of the Happen Leonard books that I read. Um, and uh, I recommend it to anyone who, who loves fast uh, dialogue and expertly written uh, fight scenes. Because Lansdale...
1: Is he a fighter?
0: He's a martial artist, yes. Oh. So his... His um, and I've learned a lot from his books. Um, wow! Well, Sounds like a, why are you
1: snuffling? A lot of noise. Not why about, are you oh. snuffling?
0: Um, yeah, I've learned a lot from. I I I always, you know, I I learn a lot from my favorite writers, and I learn a lot from my favorite books. Um, so, uh, if you want to trace my evolution as a writer then you would start with joe lansdale okay now loba what about you well no i was just what?
1: gonna say that yes.
0: <laughs> i didn't realize there was a question and answer session
1: well it's, it's a podcast the so basically the whole thing is question and answer session oh my god i know i know i was gonna say um you were saying about how expertly written the fight scenes are mm-hmm. that's what people say about the scaldaggery books for those of you who don't know, although you definitely all do, uh, Derek is an author. One of his book series is the Skullduggery Pleasant series. And yeah, a lot of people say that your fight scenes are very realistic. But also they're not, ex- like, they don't exclude people. You don't use a bunch of jargon, you know? No, no.
0: I I, I realised um, uh, you pick up a book from people who who don't train um mm-hmm. who have never trained um who've
1: probably never been in a fight in yeah, their lives
0: which is that's the ideal you don't never want to be in a fight oh no of course not um but uh you pick up a book by by these writers and everything is very technical because they know they have learned the technical names for all the moves and they put them together on the page but um when you're doing the proper kind of training, the proper kind of self-defense or combat training. Um, and then when you do get into fights, if you do, uh, you realize you, you're you not thinking about the proper names for stuff. You're just, there's a mad panic, a mad scramble.
1: Yeah, um, your, your brain's not like, okay, now I'm going to wrap them up in a gift wrap choke
0: yes exactly exactly
1: your brain just goes "Ah!"
0: yes um and the thing about the proper kind of training is you do the same things again and again and again until in a situation and your body finds itself in a particular um movement and it goes into muscle memory and so you don't actually think about what you are doing you just automatically do it because you know what works and so in the skullduggery books they went from my martial arts training in the early books uh where it was the fight scenes were a lot more martial artsy uh to my self-defense uh, training in the later books which is a lot more uh, practical and nasty and um so then you have uh scenes like uh, valkyrie uh, biting the like a throat out. So I think she was fighting know. a monster and she she was all wrapped oh, up and she didn't have anything yeah. else to do. She so just uh, tore out his throat with, and yeah. that is what I train for.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. we do self-defense together. Yes. Um, I really like it. It's great fun. And we have a really, a really nice um, instructor. Is that what you would... Yes. Is that the proper name? Yes, Coach?
0: yes, yes, we do. We train in hard uh, target self-defense Shout systems.
1: Shout out to uh, Hard Target.
0: Um, here in uh, North County Dublin.
1: Don't tell them which part of the country we live in. North County. Now they'll all be at our front door. Deep it door. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. You look happy and healthy. Not me. If you ever care to ask. Derek, yeah. Direct. Who sings that?
0: That is um, Fallout Boy. No. <laughs> that is my chemical prominence
1: no it's not a band it's one person a girl okay for that boy jesus no olivia rodrigo
0: olivia i'm rodrigo. pretty sure
1: that's her name i'm not too sure yes she went to the white house recently i think
0: oh she's a president
1: yes she is the president excellent joe biden <laughs> wrote and and uh sang that song speaking of no, songs silence. my first recommendation i think everyone should read and of course My recommendations, apart from one, Derek has never read. Because Derek is a snob. (laughs) Derek is a snob when it comes to, whenever you recommend a book, a movie, a TV show, a podcast, anything to Derek, he immediately assumes it's going to be horrible and he won't watch, listen or read it because Derek knows best. And it's infuriating. So apart from one book... Charming. Apart from one book on my list... And Sansa, stop that. Apart from... Sansa. (laughs) You're very cute. Stop it. Apart from one book, which Derek had already read before I read it, Derek won't read any of these books. He just won't read them. Because he's a snob. You're a snob.
0: Because not every book is for every reader.
1: Yes, obviously. But I Apart read from school dogger every oh, for everyone. Fuck off. Everything you recommend to me, I read, watch, experience, listen to. Yes. Because it obviously means a lot to you and I wanna share that with you. Yes. And I wanna experience it for you. Yes. But when I ask you, I'm like, this book changed my life. This book this book makes me so proud to be who I am. Please, will you read it? You go, no. Yes. So I, you know, I don't have anything else to really say. This isn't going anywhere. I just wanted to publicly shame you.
0: I have a bookcase of books that I still haven't read. And um, that's, that's where my focus is, that I'm always adding to.
1: Yes. Um, it's overflowing.
0: Yes. So, uh, yes, I'm going to read the books that um, are on my shelf. And then... When I finish all of them off in about 30 years' time, so long as I don't buy any more books.
1: If you got anyway. through books as quickly as I did, then you'd be fine. Yes. But anyway, the first book on my recommended list is Winter Song. It is by, oh, I feel, I think they're called, I think the author is called S.J. Jones, I think. I mean, of course, we're so professional on this podcast and I 100% uh researched everything and i have not just scribbled down these five books on the back of cardboard on there. the back of a piece of cardboard uh nope that's not nope nope cuz this is very professional
0: what is winter song about
1: winter song is basically like uh it's like an adult retelling of the labyrinth so that is the movie with david bowie as the Goblin King, and Jennifer Connolly and Jennifer Connolly as the whiny teenage girl, and if you don't, then went
0: time to star in the Rocketeer, which is one of the.
1: Have you movies seen what she looks like? Now, yes, she's gorgeous, yes. stunning, yes. ridiculous. Yes. But in the movie, uh, her little brother, she she makes like a half-hearted wish. I wish the Goblin King would take my stupid baby brother away. How
0: many times have we made that kind of wish? Well,
1: exactly. Exactly. So the Goblin King's like, I hear you, babe. And then, uh, yeah, he takes the baby away. She's like, no, I'm only joking. Don't take my baby. This is why I sh- this is why you don't pick up anything I recommend, is it? Because this is how I explain things. But she's like, no, I was joking. No, mate,
0: don't do it. No, mate, oh, I was no. just joking.
1: Please don't take my baby brother oh, some- away. Okay, uh, I don't say fam, but all right. Um, and the Goblin King's like, no, sorry, deal's a deal, no take backsies, shushies. And. <laughs> wow, you're really selling this really? Book. No, I'm still explaining the movie that
0: the book is oh, yeah. based on. Sorry.
1: And dog. Sansa, sit. I love you, but like, no. Fuck off. She and... is biting
0: my hand.
1: Because she's not getting attention. No, I was talking about Laura. all right. Shit in your hands and clap, honestly. So uh, he's like, sorry, no take backsies. Baby's mine now. If you want him, come get him. Uh, But if you don't get him within 12 hours, he's going to be a goblin like me. Um, Also, my castle is in the middle of a labyrinth. So good luck finding me. And that's the premise of the movie. Winter Song loosely based on that is an adult retelling of the story but instead of this girl's baby brother being taken her sister um like a grown-up sister is taken by the goblin king to make her his bride but he doesn't really want her for a bride he actually wants the sister so it's kind of a a trap it's a trap it's a trap so, yeah, it's um, it's very romantic. It's very gothic.
0: Um, is it set at winter?
1: Is it set is it at it a musical? No. Why is it called winter so. song? Oh, because um, something to do with snow, I think. I don't know. Uh, something with something snow. to do with nice. snow. But, yes, yeah, so very gothic, very romantic, um, and enemies to lovers. And There's... I am a sucker. For enemies to live
0: This book um, kind of uh, reignited Loba's reading fr- uh, frenzy. Obviously, she reads an awful lot. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, the cat's at the window? Well, uh, I'm talking. Okay. I guess I'll just... Go and I guess I'll just shut the fuck up then, won't I? Well, you know... Um, all right, all right. I'm to go and get the cat in. Get the cat in, Loba. Right. Okay, she's gone. Um... I can still hear you. No,
0: you can't. Um, yes, uh, this this was the the book that that um, reignited a Lovers' um, reading frenzy thing. And uh, once she had this, she just started to consume books again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, 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 it I was yeah. in a bit of
1: a slump, a reading slump. Um, I don't know why, but. I was in a slump, and this got me out of it. I was in a writing slump as well, and that got me out of that as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's a, when I when I um, was writing the first few School delivery books, I couldn't read any other book while I was writing because I would find myself adopting the kind of um, the flow of this other writer's sentences. Um, and I found that if i was if I was reading another book then uh this would interfere with with Skulduggery, um which was a pain because when you write a book you on, on your on your time off you want to to uh, read you want to get inspired and I couldn't do it because I kept on um being influenced too much but uh thankfully I have since uh learned how to
1: I'm so sorry I just sniffed into the microphone sorry (laughs) um
0: I have learned no I just sniffed Uh, I just sniffed away from the mic yes um I've learned how to um separate the two so now I'm always always reading while I'm writing uh just to get that just to remind myself why I'm doing it. Um, and so, yes. So uh, I don't know why I said that. Why? Oh, yeah, I don't because know. Because of your, yeah. your... Oh, yeah. It
1: reignited my passion yeah. for reading and writing. Yeah. It's a great book. It made me cry a lot of times. Uh, completely broke my heart and then mended it again about 3,000 times. And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, wonderful. I yeah, love it. Yeah. I'm going to go back and reread it at some point, but I need to give it... Space.
0: Speaking of space...
1: <laughs> All right, I'm interested. in <laughs> where this one going to go? I
0: don't have any science fiction. <laughs> and, uh, <novels. laughs> Speaking of space, there's none of that in my latest pick. Um, my next pick uh, would probably be It by Stephen King.
1: Oh, um, old
0: school. It... Uh, I mean, really, when you say, you know it you can say the stand as well you can say any one of his massive massive books um but i picked uh it because um uh
1: hasn't that got like a giant turtle in it or something
0: yes and it's something else as well uh, okay, um okay, okay. they are a, it is an a, astonishing book it is a flawed book it's not
1: All of Stephen King's
0: books are flawed. Um, Usually the end kind of unravels in a way. Um,
1: Because I don't think, and obviously this is all, you know, conjecture. Is that the right word?
0: uh, It depends what you're going to say. Because
1: I don't know what Stephen King's writing process is. But when you're reading a Stephen King book, it kind of sounds like he just plots the first half of the book and then doesn't bother to like... You know, planned the last half, so he's like, "I'll just wing it."
0: I don't think he plus the first half. <laughs> I think he's just like so good that he knows what makes a book. Um, yes, he is a panzer. When you, he's a what? There are two types of writers, apparently: a plotter and a panzer.
1: What is a pantser? How it, do you spell that? You write
0: by the seat of your pants. or oh. Um, and he admits that he's pantser. he is a panzer. He has the idea, and then he will write the book. And um, I know a few uh, writers like that. Um,
1: I could never do that.
0: Uh, Lansdale is like that apparently, and I would expect uh, the the king of, of crime novelists, uh, Elmore Leonard. I would expect that he had been a panther as well because you would go through a book of his where he has his gangsters, he has his bad guys, his criminals, and they're all, um, they seem to be on a collision course and then they'll never collide. They will pass in the night. Um, people will get uh, killed and shot and, and arrested and the story will end how it naturally ends. And um if he were a plotter, then you'd just know that he would he would end it with a bang. Um but uh, apparently um uh King is a Panther. So hmm. yes, sometimes the ends of his his books uh would seem to unravel, but I don't think it matters because it is just such an astonishing
1: give give um, book. Give us the premise of the book.
0: Oh yes, of course. Um, uh, it takes. I mean, for most of you, will definitely have seen
1: the movies. The, movies. the two movies. Um, is it going to be a third? No. Because oh, okay. It's over. Well, I mean, that hasn't stopped other movies.
0: That's true. Um, looking no. at you, so. Um, it uh, is about, um, it takes place over uh, two uh, time periods, about the same group of friends as uh, kids and then as adults, and they encounter an entity who can uh, assume the shape of what um, they fear the most, and it feeds off of their fear, and it's been, been preying on this town for Ever, I already
1: have a problem with that because my biggest fear is small spaces and heights, so I don't know how it would manifest as that.
0: You'd be put in a box and, um, you'd be brought to the top of a very high steeple and be balanced there.
1: Oh, okay, Sounds and, oh, terrible. Oh, also,
0: it's, um, at, it's it's a, it, it's a box with a glass bottom, so you does, can see
1: the the ground. Does yes. it like read your mind? And is it's like Oh, okay. I can see that you're scared of Clowns. spiders. So and he then,
0: becomes a huge spider or a nasty clown.
1: And what if I was like, oh, you know, I'm so terrified of Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I would hate, I would hate for you to turn into to Jennifer Lawrence. That'd be awful. Yeah, think, I don't think. Do you think um, you
0: buy it? I don't think you could lie to him.
1: I think he'd buy it.
0: Mm. So uh, yes, it's um, excellent, excellent book.
1: Um, you know what my problem with Stephen King novels are, and one of my books on on my list is a Stephen King novel, but you know what my problem with Stephen King novels is? What? He can't resist doing something absolutely fucking ludicrous and, like, stupid. He just can't help himself. Like, in Thinner, like, the ending of Thinner, and I'm gonna spoil it for you guys because, like, you're not gonna read it, but the ending of Thinner um... Everyone eats a cursed pie and dies. A cursed yeah, pie. Why? So partners. he was sat at his... I don't know. I, I imagine him at a typewriter for some reason. Oh, is that someone at the door? No, that's no? an aeroplane. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I imagine Stephen King, he's typewriting. He's like, Jesus, don't know how to end this. What if... <laughs> there was some kind of evil pie that they all eat that kills them
0: (laughs) that's my problem
1: that's my problem with Stephen King novels but it it, you would recommend it yes okay yes yes. okay your next one my next one okay this book and I don't want to be dramatic this book changed my life
0: I thought Winter Song changed your life
1: a lot of books have changed my life Derek
0: God.
1: Yeah, so this one is called Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. I think I'm pronouncing her surname wrong. wrong. Probably. Probably. Um, yeah, so the idea of this book is what if the Prince of, of, of England, well, Prince of England, Prince of Wales. An, an
0: English prince. An
1: English prince who is the Prince of Wales. Because that's how it works in England. Nothing yes. makes sense with the royal family. Uh, what if the Prince of England fell in love with and the egg. no with the president's son, the, the American president's son? And it's an <laughs> hello Bowie. <laughs> it's an enemies to lovers. Um, these two guys they they absolutely cannot stand each other. They only they've only seen each other a handful of times, but they just don't get on. They don't click, and they end up. Uh, making a big scene at one of the royal weddings and then because of that their PR teams are like "Listen, you two are going to make nice you are going to pretend to be friends for the cameras and as far as anyone else is concerned you are besties and it yeah it the, the relationship goes from being fake and forced and and then they just end up becoming friends and then before you know it they're talking to each other every day and then before you know it One of them kisses the other. And I don't want to give too much away because it's...
0: You just did.
1: No, I didn't. But it's wonderful. It is a wonderful book. And the main character... um, One of the main characters, the son of the president, um, is bisexual. I am bisexual, so I felt... It felt very nice to have some representation. Uh, Because very seldom a character is bisexual. They're either, you know, straight they're gay and I feel like there are there's a lot of other letters in LGBTQ plus that get overseen in LGBTQ plus fiction and just the 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 book is 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 wonderful because it kind of shows you what life could be if the Prince of England was allowed to be gay, you know, and what life could be if America was run by a strong woman with two Mexican children. And, you know, it's just, it's got this lovely ideal.
0: Is it a utopian novel?
1: No. What's utopian mean? Um,
0: <laughs> it, uh, well, It's it,
1: very much set in the real world.
0: Okay. But does it believe the best in people?
1: No. Okay. No. But I don't know how to explain it, but it's wonderful. and It's uplifting. It's very uplifting. It's
0: life affirming.
1: It's life affirming. It's romantic as hell. Oh my God. It's so very sexy, very romantic. It's very funny. I actually laughed out loud a lot you of it. lulled? I ruffled. <gasps> I lumb out.
0: Oh my God. You lumb out.
1: I la out so Jeepers. hard. I know. That's impressive. I know um it broke my heart so many times i cried i would say i cried five times reading this book um happy tears and sad tears and everything in between it was wonderful it is wonderful and uh yeah wow. i would recommend it to absolutely everyone and anyone Wow, this book changed my life why did i like in what way well, first off, it brought, it's brought out such a sense of pride in me for who I am. I don't know. It's weird, you know? Like, I'm bisexual and I'm fine with being bisexual. I'm very happy with myself. But then sometimes I'm like, wish I was normal. And obviously that's a horrible way to think of yourself. Because you're not abnormal if, you know, you're gay, you're bi, you're trans, you're queer, whatever. Mm-hmm. But... There's kind of like a toxic part of my head that is always like, I wish I was normal. And this book kind of just reminded me like, I am normal. You are normal and you are who you are. And that's A OK, my, my guy, my dude. So yeah.
0: That's Made me beautiful. very proud
1: to be who I am. Thank it, you.
0: It, it made me proud to be who I am. Who are you? Um, just me. Just doing
1: this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, everyone should read this book. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Okay, Derek, your go.
0: My next book to talk about is um, Nosferatu. Oh, it's so good. By Joe Hill. So
1: good.
0: Nosferatu tells the story of uh, Vic McQueen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, an awesome girl who can essentially, it, it sounds like a ridiculous power, but she can find things. Uh, she gets on her bike power. or motorbike as... Um, and she gets one, and um, a bridge forms between where she is and where she needs to go, um, and she needs this bridge because she she is going up against a man called Charlie Manx, and Charlie is a serial killer, slash, soul vampire who steals children, and he takes them to Christmasland, and he's a he's a besuited creepy dude who who drives an old uh, rolls royce uh, wraith um and it's wonderful uh joe hill is the son of stephen king so
1: is the reason he's called joe hill because if his surname was King, then his name would be joking,
0: <laughs> probably.
1: Probably,
0: um, and also he wanted to make it on his own without anyone actually knowing who his dad was. Um, oh,
1: no, it's great that no one knows who his dad is then.
0: Well, for a few years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a wonderful book. It's uh, so good. Uh, Vic is uh, recovering addict um
1: alcoholic not an addict well
0: she's a a, yeah alcoholic yeah yeah
1: Yeah, um
0: uh she has she has she is living with um a traumatic past uh she's struggling to be a good wife a good uh, mother a good person um and charlie manx is just the the worst kind of bad guy um, but
1: I don't even think he is the worst out of the bad guys in the in the book because mm-hmm. in the book he he has an accomplice called um, Bing Partridge. Yeah, Bing, is that right? Yes. Yeah, Bing, and he is just the worst.
0: Bing doesn't have a power. You see, Manx steals kids and he puts them in his car and he's as he's driving them, he is. Um, absorbing their essence. And so they become dark and evil, and he becomes younger again. Um, so he has a power, and Vic has a power. But Bing doesn't have a power. Bing is just essentially a serial killer. A very, very nasty, horrible, disturbing evil, serial evil killer. evil
1: man. Um, who, Every time he was on the page, I yeah, hated it. He, I would get bile in my throat. He's he, horrible. He
0: hates... He hates women. Um, yes, he's one of those kinds of bad guys. Um, yeah, it's just an a, it, an astonishing book. It has, it had two seasons of a TV show. That, <laughs> Do not watch it. That um,
1: it's not good.
0: Disappointed. They they were a little disappointing. Um, so, but at least we have the the book always on the shelf.
1: Um, but you know what he does that his dad does? Oh, yeah. Stupid endings. He, he, like father, he, like son, they just can't write a good ending.
0: One day, one day, they are going to, both of them, write the ultimate <laughs> ending. And then everyone is going to go, oh, I was wrong.
1: Yeah, well.
0: Yes. Then, you will know, all see.
1: It was a very scary book. I really enjoyed it. It was awesome. Another book that you recommended to me. And I was like, sure, I'll read it. And then,
0: yeah, Nosferatu is one of those books that I I give to people for presents because um,
1: you just want them to read it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, I've given them to I've given out about three or four of them now.
1: Really? Yeah, that's a good plan because mm-hmm. then they have to read it, and yes, then they you have get to, to talk to them about it. Yeah, I know what yeah, you're thanks. getting for uh, for Christmas this year, Sunshine. You're getting all these books on my list. Dear Lord. So you are.
0: Well, lucky me.
1: Lucky you. Mm. Okay, well, my third book on the list is Misery by Stephen King. Um, I think this is actually the only Stephen King uh, book that I've read that hasn't had an ending that infuriated me, Um, I think. It's basically... Basically, basically this, a
0: story of my
1: life. Yeah, it's loosely based on our lives. So... You have Paul Sheldon, who is a famous writer of books, but he he mostly he writes kind of drippy romance novels because that's where the money is. Um, but he's just finished writing what he considers to be his first like real novel, and he's, you know, driving through the snow and he's celebrating and he's a bit drunk and his car crashes and he thinks he's gonna die, but then he's rescued by Annie Wilkes who is his number one fan. And uh, she's crazy. She's crazy. and Number she, one
0: fans usually are.
1: Yeah. And she keeps him in her house, and she's an ex-nurse, so she has all the medical equipment she needs, you know, drips, um, this, that, and the other. But she... Because she's crazy, she ends up keeping him there as a hostage, even when... He's better, even when his legs are better and he can walk. And he keep, she keeps him locked in this room, and she makes him write more books for her. Uh, yeah.
0: It's now obviously we're not going to be spoiling any of these books. Um, and Misery, I is, am.
1: She's a robot. Uh,
0: is one of his shorter books.
1: Yeah, it's it is quite
0: slim, it's so very you slim. can get through it in an af- in a day. No,
1: I reckon you could get through it in a day if you, yeah, yeah if you um, literally just read all day.
0: And the the movie um, with Kathy Bates and James Caan, uh,
1: very it's, good. It's a
0: wonderful, not as adaptation. good, um, but still good. Yeah, and just uh, uh, it's it's a it's a wonderful, a king really likes to write about writers and there he does. are certain writers out there who love to write about writers and i love reading about writers um and i loved it especially before i became a professional writer i loved when he, his main character was a writer because i always thought the shining yeah yeah um, john
1: shooter wait Don no that's...
0: Calf, what John Tudor?
1: Yeah, that's no, that's the name of the character in the book. Um, Secret Garden, Secret Window.
0: Yeah, but that wasn't a book. I don't think. I think no. that was just short story.
1: Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, no, it was a movie as well. Yeah, yeah. With Johnny Depp.
0: Um, but uh, yes, the uh, I always loved when his his main characters were writers because I thought, okay, this is a a glimpse into what it is to be a writer and. This is um, maybe I can pick up some tips about how to be a writer. Um,
1: I wouldn't take the, any writerly tips from the writers that he writes about.
0: Actually, I I would.
1: Uh, uh, really?
0: He, he's he's written um, a book called A Bag of Bones, and I think this he gives an insight into what he does because it's about a writer who has a writer's block and um, his editor expects, you know, a book a year and we learn that this guy has about four books that he's put away, that he's written, he's put away and he knows that, you know, if ever he, he, he has a problem, he'll just give them this backup book and you would love to do that. You would oh love to God. have backup books back up because it would mean that I'm ahead of schedule. Oh,
1: I'd love to be ahead of schedule. I know. Doesn't Darren Shan like have? Um, he writes. He writes far in advance. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: he writes the entire series before the first one is out. Oh
1: Christ! <laughs> yeah. Wow, well,
0: yeah. that's very organised. Or he did at least. I don't know if he's still doing it um, uh, that way. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's very. Oh, it would just be so much pressure off
1: but yeah i will say misery um there's a few really gruesome scenes um yes i won't say what because i don't want to spoil it for anyone um but so gruesome that i remember i was reading it on the train station uh waiting for my waiting for my train obviously (laughs) and i got to this bit and i just had to close it because it was just awful and the way
0: you like Joey. Did you put it in the freezer? Right, yeah,
1: I put it in the freezer. I've done that with a few of your books as well. Mm. They've just gone straight in the freezer. Um, yeah, because like the sound effects that he was describing, oh, it's literally making me cringe now. It's just gross. But it's so good. Very good. Very yes. tense. Yes. Go on.
0: Um, My fifth... W- no, your fourth one. No, fifth. No, oh, yeah, one, fourth. two, three. Okay. The Blade Itself by Joe Abercrombie.
1: Did I meet him? I think I met him.
0: Did
1: you? I think so. And I kind of... Ooh.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you kind of fangirl. Yeah, I got a little
1: bit floppy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, The Blade itself and the entire uh, First Law uh, trilogy and all of his books, to be honest. That's Um, not
1: how this works. You pick one. They
0: are fantasy novels um for reference it's anywhere from uh it's it's a cross between like no it would be more game of thrones than uh, lord of the rings um it a uh, game of thrones and almost uh, pre-industrial and then industrial a, a game of thrones um but yeah the blade itself is fantasy and I don't really read fantasy. Um, I never really have. I, I was always more of a horror fan than a fantasy fan.
1: You like crime as well?
0: I like crime. Um, but the writing in this changed my mind. I picked it up in a bookshop and I fl- and as is my way, I flicked to a random few pages and I uh, picked a line and I liked the line and usually when I do that I come across a line that is overused
1: or a cliche, or a cliche. Or...
0: like the last one I was in a bookshop and I opened a book and I came across the line um
1: stuck out like a sore thumb
0: stuck out like a sore- Nope, not reading this
1: See what I, um, this is what I, what I mean. You're a snob. I, I
0: have standards.
1: You're a snob.
0: Um, but the blade itself, uh, his writing, it drew me in, and he his characters are wonderful. Um, they and he's funny. He is. He's funny. The books are filthy. The books are so, filthy. So violent. What um, kind of
1: filthy are we talking about? Like. Now?
0: Filthy-minded, filthy-worded.
1: Nicky-nicky.
0: Well, there's a bit of Nicky-nicky. But really, it's just um, hilarious dialogue. Um, And the, the battle scenes, I, as we've said, I like my fight scenes. I think I'm pretty good at them.
1: You're very good at them.
0: But a battle scene is different. And Abercrombie can write a battle scene like... It,
1: it, like it's nobody no one's else. business yeah
0: it's it's you're right there he he will write an entire war and you are right there and it, it is astonishing stuff all
1: so right i would um why don't you go marry him then
0: oh well maybe i might maybe i might maybe
1: you should he, he's a very nice person he is yeah. he is he tweeted me did he yeah after i met him and melted into a puddle i tweeted him and i was like. <laughs> I met you today. <laughs> you know, I didn't say anything remotely smart and he applied and he said, uh, honored and privileged. Oh, and I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness.
0: <laughs> now what's your next
1: one? Uh, my next one is, well, it was going to be my best friend's exorcism, but you stole that for yours. So now it is discovery of witches. Um, it is, these books are like beefy books. There's three um, and it's a trilogy, because obviously that's what three books is. But um, the premise is a vampire falls in love with a witch. An and egg. no, and this is not allowed because um, in this.
0: They're very anti-egg.
1: They're yes. very anti-egg. Mm-hmm. But in this world, and it's set in the real world, but it's kind of the real world. And then there's a layer of like the world that we don't know anything about. Kind of like skullduggery. Um, and in this this layer that we don't know anything about, there's um, vampires, witches, and demons, and they are forbidden from mixing romantically because who knows what they'll create and who knows what will happen. And also, it kitty Sorry, cat a
0: cat has just jumps onto the table and I made the microphone shake. Um,
1: and you know the more. Different and they're called species. The more the different species interact, the more likely humans are to notice that they're not quite right. Um but it's also a book that kind of uses science to explain magic and it's it's uses bio biography. I was about to say biology to explain the evolution of witches and vampires. So it's very smart. It's done so well, it makes you think that. This could be real.
0: Does the writer have a background in?
1: Yes. Uh well she has a background, she's a historian, I think. She's a historian. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So mm. all of her details Deborah are is right. by Deborah Harkness. But yeah, so everything she's she's I think she studied history of alchemy or something. I don't know. I don't do my research, but her name's Deborah. I like her. Yeah. Um uh, but she's a Uh, she's obviously a very smart woman she's very academic um but yeah it's it's just all done very cleverly and like i said yeah the way that it's explained you know and the dna of these different species is explained it makes you think like fuck yeah yeah this makes perfect sense vampires could exist like sure but it's very good
0: and um you also watched the Sky One show. Oh, yeah, that wasn't
1: very good. Oh, I see. The second season was better than the first season. Okay. But, I mean, the first season was obviously, it was like a low budget because the special effects were not good. Um, and then they must have got, I think they must have got a better budget for season two. But and season two is based on book two, which is my favorite in the trilogy so i had really high expectations and they left out so much of it cuz obviously they have to because there's so much to get through but there are, i i hate when they they leave out bits in the book but then they add their own bits that aren't in the book and it's like well if you had time to make up something why not just include the original thing Which i don't understand but no i it, like if you're going to read the book and watch the show i'd say read the book first then watch the show because if you watch the show, it'll give away the story. And, um,
0: and the story is best, it's best experienced experience. on the page first. Yeah.
1: Yeah, But no, it's very good and, um, very well written.
0: So really, um, out of everything so far and the are, there are, um, adaptations, misery, uh, has the best uh, film. Mm hmm. Um, It also has two, one and a half very good films.
1: One and a half.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: Which half didn't you like? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, like no, like specific half, just like different bits, and it all adds up to about an hour. hour. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Because the it movies are good. Yeah. But
1: then Nosferatu and Discovery of Witches are like, yeah, not so good.
0: So both the Stephen Kings, and Stephen King is not. Known to have the best luck with his adaptations, and yet these two mm. are triumphs, as in as is uh, Shawshank and um...
1: Oh my god, that is one yeah. of the greatest films that was ever made. Don't even get me started on Shawshank Redemption. So
0: my fifth book is my best friend's exorcism by Grady Hendrix.
1: Oh um, my god, it's so good.
0: I bought this book. Ages ago, um, and I never got around to reading it, and I put it on my shelf, and I forgot about it. And then I was in an well, airport. Well, it had
1: a very boring cover.
0: It didn't have the best cover, and that, that surprises me because he, because he knows what a good, like cover is. Mm. Does Hendrix? But um, I was in an airport, and I didn't have a book, and I was on my way back from a tour. And um, I was, I went to the bookshop, and I saw the paperback or. The next word, um, a version of the cover,
1: same book, different cover,
0: and it was just wonderful. Wonder it looks like a VHS, for, an old um, battered uh, video cassette.
1: For anyone who's confused, a VHS is like a physical Netflix. Yeah, so from the eighties. Yeah, so before yeah. Netflix, before DVDs, and I'm sure some of you don't know DVDs, though. Um, yeah, yeah. Physical Netflix.
0: um, My Best Friend's Exorcism is actually set in the 80s. And it's about two friends, two girls, two teenage girls. uh, One of whom becomes possessed, as you can imagine from the um, the, title. Gives it away, really,
1: doesn't it?
0: I didn't have a chance with this book. I didn't have a say in how long it took me to read it. I just consumed it. Mm-hmm. uh it's and ast- an i and i i can't even tell you why the writing is wonderful he's uh, funny as hell like uh, like uh, grady Hendrix. very good
1: at writing female characters
0: all of his books so far have had
1: um female leads uh, female leads and um, it's all done so flawlessly
0: and um yeah it's it's just a wonderful wonderful book it, it it's not what you expect um it is Character First all of his books are a Character First you um he's also done Horror Store which is set in a haunted IKEA
1: oh so good um
0: he's done um We
1: sold our souls We sold our
0: souls about a rock about a rock star who or no she could have been a rock star but then um there's a deal with the devil um you can really hear that on Oh sorry <laughs> she's clicking her fingernails
1: Sorry. um
0: uh we saw our souls
1: and then southern book club southern book club yes. slaying vampires that Uh, was really good
0: and the latest one is um the final girls
1: support groups support group you sound like a fake fan right now you sound like a fake grady hendrix fan i i
0: he's
1: you don't know dick about grady hendrix he's
0: he's quickly become like my top yeah I had a top three favourite writers and now I have was
1: a, one of them me.
0: Yeah. And now <laughs> I have a top four favourite writers. Who are
1: the um, top? Go for
0: it. Lansdale, Hill, Abercrombie, um, And King. And and, and Hendricks. That's five. Lansdale. Hill. Abercrombie and Hendrix.
1: H- Hendrix and Grady. Wait, Hendrix is great. Yes. Hendrix. Oh, Grady okay. Hendrix. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, wait, Stephen King. Did you include him? No. Oh, is he not one of your favorites?
0: Um, I mean.
1: Oh my God, fake. The fan. top four. You know? Fake fan.
0: Um. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and there's they're getting a TV show out of it. Um, Are they? Yeah. And uh, oh. Also, um. The. Slaying Vampires is getting a TV show on Amazon? I think. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie's Tehran has um has optioned that. So uh, wow. Yes, we should yeah. be
1: playing the main lady.
0: I don't know. That'd be awesome if she was.
1: Yeah, although uh, she might be a bit too pretty to yes. be like a bit of a boring, boring housewife. Yeah. Housewife. Yeah, House
0: life. Um, yeah he, he's his character work is wonderful so i would always recommend Grady Hendrix.
1: Oh i'll read any Grady Hendrix book i don't care what the premise is i'm yeah. like yep 100% give it to me. Lover number 5. Don't take that out of context me saying give it to give me. Give it Grady. to me. Yes. Give it to me Grady. Uh-huh uh-huh give it to me Grady. Mhm mhm. No. So. No. Right well, i'll move on then. So oh. my last book recommendation for you guys is the only book on my list that is actually a YA book. Um,
0: I think it's pronounced ya.
1: A ya book. ya A ya book. <laughs> um, it's called The Accident Season. It's a relatively small book. It's quite skinny. Um, I've stepped away from the YA books um, in the last few years because I am not a young adult anymore. And that's not to say that I don't think young adult books can only be adult, adult. Jesus, um, can only be enjoyed by young adults. Um, it's just my tastes have changed.
0: In fact, most people who read uh, YA books are adults. They yeah. are in their uh, 30s. Yeah. Um, even which 40s. I nearly
1: am. Yes. Yes, which is beside the point. Yes. But yeah, so it's basically uh, the idea of the book is that this family, they're kind of unofficially cursed. Like, nothing has happened to them, you know, there's no, no evil spell has been put on them, they're not hex. they're just kind of unofficially cursed, because every year, um, there is a season, I think it's autumn, fall, whatever, where they are just... Stop that, stop, close your mouth, close. close your mouth, close your mouth, close your mouth, Stop, stop that. Put that tongue back in your mouth, son. Put that tongue yep. back in your mouth. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but yeah, um, so during this season... That's
0: the scene from uh,
1: 20... 21 Jump Street. Jump Street. Yeah. Or 22, is it? No, I'm pretty sure it's 21. 21, okay. Mm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 21. Okay. Um, I forgot what I was saying now. When accident season. Oh yeah, so there is a season every year where just... Horrible accidents before everyone in that family, um, and the book is set during the accident season. And I mean, it's just it's it's a wonderful book. It's by Moira Fowley Doyle. Um, she's an Irish author. Uh, she's part Irish, part French.
0: What part is French? And
1: um, the top half is French, and the bottom it's, half is Irish. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, the top half, um, she's you know wearing a beret. Mm -hmm. and smoking one of those very long cigarette things. Mm -hmm. And the bottom half is just doing river dance the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yeah, it's the story of how these these, uh, three siblings and their friends get through this horrible time of the year where just tragedy after tragedy befalls them. They really
0: are the clumsiest people. They
1: really are the clumsiest people. And it's also a love story, which... I never have considered myself someone who likes um, romance genre.
0: And yet, and yet, four out of your five books are, in yeah. fact, all five, including Misery, are, uh, are love mm. stories.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, sure. Um, but apparently I do. Apparently I You're do. You're
0: a big softie.
1: But I wouldn't, I don't like watching romantic movies.
0: I love watching romantic movies.
1: I wouldn't, I would you could, you would can't, not. Or cut stop doing that. You would not catch me watching a rom com, but I'll read a rom com.
0: I used to watch rom coms.
1: I can't imagine that at all. In. Oh, wait, I'll let you out in a minute, darling.
0: In hotel rooms, um, when I was on tour,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I this was back when, when hotels had movies, um, and uh, the latest ones, and when you're on tour for like two weeks, you you watch all of the available good movies and then you're left with what you wouldn't ordin- ordinarily watch. <laughs> so, right, okay, I'll watch a Catherine Hegel movie and I'll watch...
1: Who hmm. is Katherine Hegel?
0: She, she's an actress. She, What's she been in? 27 Dresses. Oh, God. Yes. Um,
1: Will you let that cat out, please?
0: Fine. But it's also when I first saw Mamma Mia. So.
1: Mamma Mia is wonderful. Okay, Derek is letting the cat out. So, um, Wow, thank you for making the biggest noise possible. Little kitty. That was helpful. But yeah, The Accident Season. So it's uh, It's a romance, but it's also kind of a coming-of-age type novel. And it's got an air of the pretentious about it, but not in a bad way. These All the teenagers in the story, they all want to be so very grown up, which I think is very relatable, you know, because when you're a teenager and you know you're sixteen, seventeen years old, you do think that you are just so grown up but you're not and it kind of plays like plays on that idea. What are we talking about? Um we're talking about um that that pony. Oh my God, I
0: just realized I had my my headphones on the wrong way.
1: Yeah, the they've been upside down. On my
0: oh my God, how embarrassing.
1: <laughs> but yeah, um no we were talking about um how you said you would buy me a pony. Oh yeah. Derek, get close to your mic.
0: Uh, I, I'm like, work.
1: What is wrong with you? I'm like, Come here. Maybe, 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 what yeah. is... oh, oh, oh Lord Jesus
0: Okay, I get it.
1: Christ alive. Right, are you
0: Okay.
1: But I'm yeah, back. so that those those are my top five recommendations. If I had right. Oh shut up. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Shut up. If I, I had to pick one... You don't. Out of... Okay. You don't.
0: You don't. You don't. No, you don't.
1: Okay. I'm just going to...
0: You don't have to pick one.
1: I'm just going to... You don't. I'm going to shut you up. I'm just going to... I'm just going to shut you up. I'm just going to... So... See that right now. I want... Okay. Well, I don't have to, but I want to. I want to recommend one out right. of my top five. Oh. So, of all of them, mm-hmm. I do think every person on the planet should read all of those books because they are very, very good. But... If you, if you only had to read one... But you don't. If, mm-hmm, I would recommend Red, White and Royal Blue. Because it changed my life and it's wonderful. And, yeah, it's just inspired me to finally sit down and write my epic gay love story, which I am. I'm 60,000 words into it.
0: And uh, if I had to um, recommend one book out of mine, mm-hmm. then, um, that would completely defeat the purpose of having five. So,
1: but which one? Which one would you say? Which Which one is like the Scoldagry Pleasant? Oh, that's not even on there.
0: Probably the best book, uh, not just ever written, but that ever will be written.
1: Well, you really sell selling your other books short. Never has been.
0: Well, you know, like the entire series. What about
1: when you write a different series?
0: Oh, then that'll be the the best one.
1: Okay, so then Scoldagry instantly becomes.
0: No, no, no. They, Plate grits. It just moves sideways. It doesn't go up or down. It just moves sideways. There's more room now on that shelf. Wow. That's kind of writer I am, you know. Top well, modest. Quality. Top quality at all times. Wow.
1: So, well, that is... That's it. That's it. What is? Well, that's the podcast. That's the episode.
0: Okay, so that's the rehearsal.
1: No, darling. No, no. We were recording that whole time.
0: Oh dear.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Oh dear. Do you have any, do you have any parting words for the people? Yes. Go on. What are they? <clears throat> That's a cough. Sorry. <gasps> COVID.
0: My parting words.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're all on this lonely rock curdling through space at mm. least six miles an hour. <sighs> Spinning around like a record player. Round round, baby. Round, round. Right round. <laughs> like a record, baby.
1: Spinning. Wow. I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop round, you there because you will do the whole song. Right. Thank you so, so much for listening. My
0: final words to you.
1: Jeez, Thank you so much for listening. If you
0: Stay true to yourself. You, shush. But most of all, stay true to me.
1: If you stuck around for this long, good for you. Well done, you. You deserve a medal. If everyone. you came back join after the last point. couple of weeks, again... Good for you. No there is no cult. There is no cu- no. That's not a thing you can say. Um, no, no. There is no cult.
0: You don't have to send in any money from the both no, of
1: us. Thank you so much for this listening. Is about this is about we appreciate it.
0: Obedience. When I send you to smite mine enemies,
1: and we will see you shall be smiten. in the next one. Smite them. Stay sexy. Bye. Lie, bye bye for now.
0: Monkeys,
1: bye.